entertainment, arts, and interviews. The Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. The swim trials start in Omaha on Sunday, and whether you go or not, don't forget to stop by the Marcus Midtown Cinema between June 27th and July 3rd to catch beloved swim film Touch the Wall, which stars Olympic swimmers Missy Franklin, four-time Olympic gold medalist, and Carolyn Joyce, four-time Olympic silver medalist. And it follows the ups and downs of chasing an Olympic dream. Nakara is here now to tell you why you need to go see this film. Carolyn Joyce on our show to take you for a swim, diving, ready, go. Thank you. That's the best welcome I've ever had. Awesome. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Great to have you with us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Okay, now Touch the Wall was filmed while you and Missy were training for the 2012 Games. So, you know, there has to be so much pressure getting ready for that competition. So what made you say yes to letting a film crew document that time? Um, maybe it was the approach that the filmmakers had. Um, Grant and Christo are very laid back. You know, they didn't want to disrupt anything that Missy and I were doing. Okay. You know, everything that they filmed was just really organic. And it didn't seem like a distraction to me at okay. all. And it seemed like something, you know, like, oh, okay, a movie about swimming. Maybe that's something that my mom would want to watch someday. I don't know <laughs> if anybody would actually tune in. But, you know, they captured such a great story that ended up being a, a amazing film. Now, the film is not just about swimming. There's a lot more to it. So talk a little bit about what people will take away from seeing Touch the Wall. Absolutely. I think this film, it's obviously, it's great for swimmers, for sports fans, for People that just want to feel inspired. Um, You really don't need to know anything about swimming when you watch the movie. You see two journeys. You see these two parallel journeys. Missy at 15, 16 years old. um, Me at 25, 26 years old. And for her, it's so green and everything's so new. And, you know, she's seeing everything for the first time. Uh While for me, going for my third Olympics, it's something I've done many times before. And I don't feel like I'm on the right track. And it's a constant struggle. It's a fight. But... You know, between our friendship and what we go through, you know, we truly believe in each other and we push through and we we both end up prevailing. Now, I find it so fascinating that even though, you know, your competitors, you and Missy, you formed a strong bond with each other. Why did the two of you form such a strong bond? Uh, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. You know, I think first and foremost, we are friends. No matter what the race is, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. We are always going to be friends. And we have a tremendous amount of respect for each other. I loved having a training partner in practice every day. I'm six feet tall and Missy's six one and a half. Okay. And so it's really nice to have somebody, you know, your size, your, your same <laughs> body, doing the same things every day. Right. It sounds kind of weird, but... You know, you, you really do get to experience things on a similar level. Okay. And the journey that we took together, it was just incredible. And really being able to see things through her eyes, it made it exciting and fun for me. It again. kind of brought the newness back to you. It really did. It really did. And then helping guide her through the journey as well. You know, being able to come with the experience and, you know, help her with with really anything. Um, uh-huh. There was a point in time before Missy even got her license where I would drive her to practice from our gym session every day. And I loved that time with her. She would ask me questions about, you know, the Olympics or swimming or, or life or being a teenage girl. And uh-huh. we just, you know, talk about that stuff. And, and she had her own, like, country preset in my car. <laughs> we listened to her country <laughs> music. So it was, so it was really cool. So what kind of music do you listen to? 
Oh, I, I kind of listen to everything. I probably gravitate more towards like classic rock or okay. modern rock, things like that. Okay. Depends so that, on the mood. <laughs> so do you feel like the film captured you honestly and what you were going through at that time? Oh, definitely. It's such an honest portrayal of both of us. Okay. And, you know, before Missy and I saw the film, they didn't let us get sneak peeks. We had no idea. Oh, what I to bet expect. that had to be really scary. <laughs> Nail biting. I'm like, okay, oh. how many dumb things did I say while what? I was mic'd? How many times did I swear? Like, how many times am I going to embarrass my family? <laughs> you know, not knowing. Because it was kind of cool. The filmmakers became such good friends that uh-huh. I forgot half the time I was even mic'd. I felt like I was having a conversation with a friend. and. Uh-huh. But, you know, the first time we saw it, we were both completely in tears. It was such a a beautiful moment. You're listening to Carolyn Joyce, four-time Olympic swimming silver medalist here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, did you learn anything about yourself when you watched the film that you didn't know about (laughs) yourself before? Oh, probably like everyone, I hate the sound of my own voice. Like, I can't stand listening to it. So there's like that to get over. Um, But as far as learning something about myself, you know, I've seen the film several times since we premiered it um, with different swim teams, with different organizations, companies all around the country. And for me now, you know, I'm watching this story that that took place four or five years ago. And it's almost like watching somebody else, like watching a different life. Um, It's pretty cool. Uh The filmmakers were here in Omaha in 2012 actually filming this. So now it's really fun to bring it back to Omaha knowing how everything turns out. Yeah, I think it's so special that we have these screenings airing during Olympic trials in Omaha where it was the pinnacle of my story occurred here in Omaha and you'll see like us around town and you'll see us at the pool in Omaha and the places it's people so cool here would recognize. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. It's so cool to be able to share it with this crowd here and with this town. Right. Now you were able to kind of continue going with your career. You know, you said you were struggling. So what is your advice? for someone who's struggling to perform under pressure to dig deep and pull it out, whether it's you know sports or theater or music? I would say I think it really stems from self-belief because you know the people around you, they can support you to no end. Your parents, your coaches, your teachers, your teammates, your friends, they can be blowing this wind at you and supporting you, but if you don't like have your wings out, if you don't spread your feathers and believe in yourself, then it's still not going to happen. So I think it really does come from within. And so how and, do you get you know, there? You have to trust the process, You know, trust what got you to that point. And for swimming at Olympic trials, it's this all or nothing moment in finals. You have to get first or second place. There's no do-overs. There's no like judges overruling or anything like that. Yeah. I had a great moment before my final race where I thought of all the positive things that led me to that exact place, you know, sitting in my chair waiting to go out for my race. And I thought about, you know, getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go swim. I thought about standing in front of my class when I was in fourth grade telling everybody that when I grow up I'm going to be an Olympic swimmer and I thought about all these amazing positive role models and people that have helped me and it filled me up with like love and appreciation and I just felt so proud to be able to stand up there and and give it my best effort my best chance it all ended up working out really well that's so cool now is that something that you had planned to do beforehand to think of all those things before the race or is that something that just kind of magically happened it did. It was kind of like this light shining down over my head. Can't, I have no other way to explain it. It's yeah. never happened to me before. You know, I had a very rocky up and down four years between the Olympics in 2008 until the 2012 trials. 
and I could have easily focused on the negative things, the things that had gone wrong, you know, mistakes I had made or, you know, pointed the finger at people. And then I was like, you know what, I'm not going to fill up my head with these negative thoughts, negative emotions. I'm going to think about the positive things that got me here. And it put me in literally like the best mindset. You know, I I walked out, I had the biggest smile on my face. Like (laughs) I didn't feel pressure. I just was like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, give it my best chance. And you could enjoy it. Yeah, I could totally enjoy it. And I, I owed it to that little girl that, you know, stood in front of her class in fourth grade and said that this is what she wanted to do. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, you're going to be doing a Q&A on June 30th following the 115 screening. So I can imagine that you would really enjoy that type of event. Yes. It's a really special thing, and I think it makes the film even more personal for the crowd to have either Missy or I present. It's something I I love doing. And this film has got a special place in my heart. It's a great moment in my life that I get to relive. And it was captured forever. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it all ended up working out well because it is captured forever. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a good moment that I get to relive over and over. (laughs) Okay, once again, the film will have screenings from June 27th to July 3rd at Marcus Midtown Theater. Theater. The screenings are at 10 a.m., 1.15, 4.30, and 7.45. So we want to thank you for joining us, Kara, and you'll have to check in with us down the road. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Carolyn Joyce here on the Mulberry Lane Show. When we come back, up-and-coming singer-songwriter Adam Stern.